What is going on, pardon my pancreas? Stoked to share this episode with you. It's a little bit different uh, because it's based on what's going on right now and it's a little bit different from the path we we're gonna run with, but I've been having some struggles, blood sugars, the last couple days and I isolated what was going on. I wanna show you the lesson that I learned with that and how you can return back to basics. So let's get into our theme song. I've spent the last 10 years pushing the limits while identifying trends and patterns in my type 1 diabetes management. Follow along as I learn, apply, and share the fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle strategies that I've learned from diabetes experts around the world. The real question is, how can we live fearlessly with diabetes while maintaining stable blood sugars? This podcast is here to give you the answer. My name is Matt Vandevecht, head coach and co-founder of FTF Warrior, and welcome to Part of My Pancreas. All right, guys, so the last couple of days, right, I've been having some frustrating blood sugars. I've been crossing 200 daily, which is way outside of my norm, right? Typically, uh, I stay in range for days on end, and uh, it usually runs pretty smoothly, but a couple days ago, changed my site before bed, my insulin pump site, and uh, woke up, blood sugars are a little bit higher than I usually see, or I usually wake up somewhere in the low 100s, maybe the high 90s. Perfect, that's exactly where I want it to be. And uh, a couple days ago, I woke up, 120-ish, and it was start slowly climbing. I was like, well, that's weird. <laughs> Don't like the look of that. Anyways, had breakfast, had my normal routine that I follow, and ended up crossing 200. It was like, oh, what's going on, right? Uh, I saw 211, 221, and I was like, this is not cool. I need to fix this. So I took a little bit of a correction, went for a walk. I need to check off a few things off my list to figure out what was going on. And ultimately, right, I thought about it. Went for my walk uh, as I typically do, right? And that blood sugar was outside of the norm. That's why I gave a little bit of a correction. Not a full correction, a little bit of a correction. Uh, and as I tell you guys, exercise over insulin. Not that you shouldn't take insulin. Obviously, insulin is how we survive. But understanding that exercise over insulin, exercise helps you to circulate, activate that existing insulin on board, help bring blood sugars back down. And of course, as I anticipated, blood sugars came crashing down. <laughs> if, you, uh, if you follow my Instagram, at FTF Warrior, uh, blood sugars came barreling down, double arrows down, all the way back down in a range, cruised into about 110, I think it was. And so I figured out that it wasn't that my insulin was bad, it wasn't necessarily that the site itself was bad, but that the absorption was a bit slower than I was used to. So the insulin that I had injected was enough to bring me back down into range, but unfortunately it was very slow absorption, so I had to go for that walk to help the absorption, right? Help circulate the insulin that I had bolus for. And now within that, I tested lunch and dinner, same exact thing, over 200, had to go for a walk, brought it back down into range, consistently led me into the same result, which was slow absorption, means that I had to go for a walk, the exercise over insulin concept, right? The walk helped me bring myself back down into range, I have an absorption problem. Now, I could have changed my site, sure, that would have probably fixed the issue right off the bat, but I thought, you know what, I don't want to waste this site, and uh, if worst case scenario, I have to go for a walk after each meal, it's not the worst thing in the world. I love getting outside, I love getting some exercise, I love nature, and uh, gave me an excuse to add more activity into my day. Now, this sparked kind of a thought in my mind, and it, it reminded me of a lesson that I learned not too long ago, but I wanted to share it with you, and that is the concept of back to basics. And what I mean by that is when you experience rough blood sugars, when you experience unexplained blood sugars, when you have uh, the roller coaster, the ups and downs, the highs and lows, and you're trying to figure out how to step off of that roller coaster, 
you might need to go back to basics. And what I mean by that is you have to reestablish how much basil you need, how much bolus you need, how much correction you need, and, and what those different ratios and rates look like for you. And if you've incorporated this spontaneous, adventurous lifestyle with different routines every single day, it's going to be very difficult, if not impossible, to establish what your norm is, to establish how much insulin you need on a daily basis, to establish what your reactions are to different types of activities or meals. And you may never see stable and predictable blood sugars. Now, that's not saying you have to live your life in that consistent bubble, because that's not a way to live, right? No one wants to enjoy life from that consistent perspective of I can't do this or I can only do that. That's no quality of life. I don't want that for you. But if you're on this erratic blood sugar roller coaster, you might need to go back to basics, right? Because here's one thing that always holds true. Consistency will always lead to consistency. If you hold a consistent schedule, a consistent routine, consistent diet, consistent exercise, consistent sleep, blah, 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 you will always see more consistent blood sugars. Our bodies thrive on that schedule. Now, unfortunately, a lot of people feel locked in to that consistency. You don't need to live in a consistent state. But if you want to go back to basics and reevaluate how much insulin you're taking, reevaluate how your blood sugars are going to respond to different variables, you need to go back to basics and establish that consistent routine. Now, this might be a couple days for those of you who are already relatively tightly controlled. For those of you who are, are pretty darn close to where you need to be with your basils, your bolus, your correction factors. Uh, but it, the further you are off from that, the more likely this is going to take more time, more dedication, more consistency in order to establish what those basils, boluses, and correction factors need to be set at. Now, if you're like me, initially, my doctors, my endocrinologist, when I was first diagnosed, didn't really help fine-tune those insulin needs, right? They gave me what they estimated was an appropriate basal, an appropriate bolus, and if I wasn't wildly out of range, then it was good. It was kind of a, a set it and forget it kind of thing, right? And it, it took me about eight years to figure out that I needed to be my own best advocate, that I needed to ultimately experiment on my own, figure out what I needed because they weren't going to give that to me, that, le that high level, that high touch. And ultimately, some medical teams are great, some doctors and endocrinologists will help you get there, but Truth is, most of them won't. And that's where coaches like myself come into play. Right? I help people to establish how much insulin they should be taking, how they're going to respond to different types of exercises or routines or meals, and to build out the life of controlled blood sugars so that you can focus on living in the moment. But first step is going to be establishing that foundation, right? going back to basics and testing your blood sugars, seeing if you do drop low, if you do go high. And you know, this is literally the first thing we cover in my programs is how much insulin do you need? If you're going to be taking too much or too little insulin, if you're taking the wrong amount of insulin, it's going to be really tough to stay in range, right? If you're taking too little insulin, you're going to be fighting high blood sugars all day long, giving those correction after correction. It feels like insulin is water and nothing is moving. If you're taking too much insulin on the other hand, other arm. On the other hand, if you're taking too much insulin, you're going to be fighting lows all day long, snacking after snack after snack. Exercise is going to be a nightmare. You're going to go super low no matter what you do. That's no way to live your life either. So establishing that foundation, fine-tuning your insulin needs, understanding what your basal is, what your bolus is, because ultimately we are all unique. We have different schedules, different preferences, different diets and exercises, and everything is different. And because you are unique, you require a unique approach. 
And your first step is establishing that foundation. Now, along that path, you're likely going to experience lows and highs. You're not going to get perfect results right off the bat, right? And this is the, another part of our first lesson that I teach. And, and I believe very firmly in this. This is all feedback. There is no failure. Okay, the data that you receive from these tests, from looking into your consistent routines, you're likely going to go outside of that perfect range, right? Your blood sugars might respond a little bit difficult. And as a result, you're going to see blood sugars that you might label as bad. There aren't good blood sugars. There aren't bad blood sugars. These are data points. That's it. This is feedback for you to make better decisions in the future. So if you notice a pattern that you're consistently going low, what does that mean? means you likely need less insulin. That's a data point. That is feedback for you to make small adjustments for the future you to have a better day tomorrow, right? If you're consistently going high, maybe it's not enough insulin. Now, as far as where you make those adjustments, basal bullets correction, that's something that I can't go into deeply in this episode. It's, it's a simple podcast episode, right? I don't have enough time to go deep into A, the frameworks for testing that, or B, your unique situation because we're not having a conversation right now but we could be, and that's what I wanted to invite you to. So if you're looking for a more in-depth understanding of the basal bolus correction, in addition to obviously exercise, nutrition, lifestyle, how do you live your best life, enjoy the moment, and not have to worry about blood sugars 24-7, that's where my training comes into play. And you know what? I actually just released a brand new training this last week, and I want you to go ahead and uh, Grab a notepad, see what you can learn from that lesson. I go into my processes for my formula. I go into my experimentation phase where for years I experimented on myself to figure out my own fine-tuning insulin needs for basal bolus correction, how different exercises are going to impact blood sugars, how different foods. I went through a variety of different diets. And when you can keep things consistent, you're able to test through those phases because consistency will always lead to consistency. And if you go back to basics, it can help you hit that reset button that I know a lot of you need. I've needed that in the past. In fact, over the last couple of days, I hit that reset button, right? I smashed it. <laughs> I said, I need a reset right now. Let's figure out why I keep going over 200. And wouldn't you know it, figured out it was bad absorption. I incorporated a few new strategies. Blood sugars are responding a lot better now, okay? I think I'm sitting at 90 currently. Just got back from a walk. And uh, these are the kinds of strategies that you need in your life in order to see those more stable blood sugars, in order to be able to predict where they're gonna go, in order to problem solve and troubleshoot in the moment when you have a bad pump site, when your insulin might be going bad, or maybe you're developing some insulin resistance, right? These are all things you have to develop and learn how to treat on the go, because life with diabetes doesn't stay consistent, doesn't stay perfect. You will learn how to use these strategies, and, uh, and when you can learn how to implement and adapt on the fly, that's where diabetes becomes a game that you can actually win, right? It becomes a lot easier to automate those blood sugars, see more stable and predictable blood sugars through any activity, meal, or event in life. You get to focus more on living in the present. So uh, what I want to invite you to do is go check out that new training that I did. It just got released like last week. <laughs> it's brand new. Uh, and I want you to check that out over at diabetesinaction.com. Now the takeaway from this episode, okay, obviously, Go watch that training. It's, it goes more in depth into my methods, into how I experienced, experimented on myself and uh, the research that I came across that enabled me to control my blood sugar at a much deeper level. 
Uh, but the takeaways from this lesson, if you are experiencing that roller coaster, the erratic blood sugar is going up and down, and it's, it's really frustrating, the first step you need to understand is hitting that reset button, okay? Back to basics, establishing that consistent routine just for a couple days, see if you can see where the patterns are emerging, right? Find those data points so you can help make better decisions for your future self. And of course, if you want a deeper understanding to find a way to establish more consistent, stable, and predictable blood sugars, highly recommend that right now you go over to diabetesinaction.com Check out my free training for you. It's gonna ask for your email and you'll get immediate access to that training, okay? Take some notes, and if at the end of that call you want more direct input into your unique situation, we'll hop on a call, all right? Have an amazing day. Head over to diabetesinaction.com, watch that training. It's gonna be great for you, and keep up the fight.